Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. Ah, oh, some great news. Yeah. An evil, evil, evil man has finally died. <laughs> the guy who invented Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> What do you got against Hawaiian pizza? Pineapple does not belong on pizza. Oh, don't start me on this, mate. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. That's a key ingredient. Overpowers the pizza, takes away taste, and I don't like pineapple, and it's just terrible. Pineapple is the best, and it makes a pizza better. That's all there is to it. San Panopolopolis, or some some Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Canadian name. He invented it. <laughs> <laughs> he invented it. Uh like 50 years ago or something. Well, he just put pineapple and, uh, on his pizza and was like, that's pretty good. Yeah. He died. Uh, he was 83 when he died. But yeah, I'm wow. sort of- He ruined pizza for so many people. Not me. Improved. I, I don't yeah. understand. Why- We we don't like pineapple at all? It's the best. No, I'm just- It's weird. I don't mind pineapple juice, but I don't like eating pineapple. Is I it- think it might be the texture. Yeah, okay. It's got that little kind of furry thing going on. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Maybe. Do you like pina coladas? Well, yes, because it's alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. Do you remember when we were in, um, uh, we were in Orlando at Universal? And, we went and to- all you wanted was a pina colada. I know. And we went to that. I think it was like a Jimmy Buffett's fucking cocktail place. And I, I just wanted a pina colada. So I ordered a pina colada and you ordered some, I think it was like a- the perfect mojito or something it was called. I had like four or five shots of tequila in there. Yeah. And I was like, what? It, it, I was so pissed off because I, I watched the guy. I was like, oh, I have a pina colada and the perfect mojito. And I watched him like construct yours from all these different tequilas <laughs> and, and fucking all this stuff. And I was like, that looks delicious. And then he just grabbed like a thing out of the fridge and like poured my pina colada out <laughs> into a cup. And I was like, oh. But- you were searching so long for that pina colada. I was. It was still good. Just. I got really drunk. <laughs> What's new? one drink. What's new? <laughs> <laughs> Off one drink, that's, that's unusual for you. Yeah. But it was a very strong drink. It was. No, I, I, I tried it and I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> now it's like, it's, it's not fair now. I have to have like four more pina coladas in order to catch up. Uh, I. See, that's one thing I found. When you're drinking alcohol in America, it's actually still expensive, except if you drink cocktails. Yeah, and also they don't have, um, they don't measure anyway when you, when you, if you buy a, like a, mm. a mixed drink. Like, so there's, you, you generally, you get more than you would in Australia. Yeah. That is true, though. Uh, eating, eating food at restaurants and drinks here, uh, but, well, here on, in the Northeast anyway, is similar pricing to Sydney. Yeah, but yeah, I found that if you order like fancy cocktails, like a Long Island iced tea that's got like a few shots, yep. you're getting a lot more bang for your buck. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that is true. Okay, so I know I've sent you snaps, I've put it on Instagram, I finally hit 400,000. Yes. Now, did you get the listener suggestions and just chose to ignore them? Well, no, no, no. I didn't choose to ignore them. I actually did get one of the achievements, not as my four hundred thousand, but one to get me oh, there. Oh, all right. I married someone in Skyrim. Oh, cool. All right. Um, so I went through. Darcy sent in some stuff. Like yeah. one was to 
kill Hitler by <laughs> shooting him in the balls in Sniper Elite, which would have been great, except I haven't played that game a lot, so I probably would have gone over before I even got to Hitler. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. So I did Skyrim. Um, and the next one, Arkham City, that would have been playing around with dates on the Xbox, which I don't like to do. Mm-hmm. There is one <laughs> that I'm just going to say, fuck you, Darcy. <laughs> no. <laughs> That is the Flappy Bird achievement in Goat Simulator. Oh, yeah. Um, that is terrible. Absolutely terrible. I've tried- The I've game tried is terrible? four hours to get- No, I've got every single achievement in that game except for that, that achievement. Oh. And it is so hard. What do you have to do? Just play Flappy Bird? Well, you have to take your goat into a house- Yeah. And then try and set him up in front of a television with Flappy Bird going. Yeah. <laughs> and then play Flappy Bird. But the hitbox on it is just ridiculous. So it's Flappy Bird. Yes. <laughs> I never played Flappy Bird. It's, it's, and it's, it's, it's the, what you're describing. The, the hitbox is atrocious. Well, it's just very unforgiving. Yeah, no, this was- You'll see, like, you're a centimetre away and you die. And, yeah, <laughs> so, no. no not, that one's not happening. Right. But I will, all the other ones, I will get this year. Okay, cool. Oh, except for the playing Arkham Knights on hard mode. Okay. Arkham Origins. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm not sure if I still own that game or not. Uh, I had your copy of it, and I believe I returned it to you before I moved. If I didn't, you don't have it anymore, because it's here. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I did. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. All right. So, uh, you're off on a little holiday, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow morning, uh, we head morning. to LA. Yeah, Ooh. for a little. What are you going to do over there? A little thing called E3. I still hate you for this. <laughs> That's the dream. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I, I'm a little disappointed just that the the press conferences are not part of E3 proper. I didn't realize that. I guess I did, but I didn't really think about it. The see, I thought some of them were. I thought like I thought Microsoft's was. No, apparently uh, the press conferences, which actually have, are taking place over this weekend, which you would have seen, the, the Xbox One is today, uh, or sorry, mm. tomorrow, your time? Oh, it's over, yeah, during the se- night. 7 a.m. Yeah, okay. 7 a.m. So, so it's tonight for us. I'm going to watch it, um, obviously. Yeah, I watched um, the e, not E3, I watched the EA one this morning. Okay. I, I haven't watched that because I we were actually at another convention <laughs> yesterday, which I'll talk about in a bit. It's been a, bu- it's a busy week for us. Um but yeah, so the press conferences uh, are they're in LA just before E3 the, over this weekend, and you have to be invited by the company in question. So like Microsoft has to invite you to it. Hopefully, now you know, well, because we'll be schmoozing at E3 uh, maybe next year, but we'll see. Just name drop me, like well, just 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 get over here game next year. Score. Just come over next year, uh, like I'll I'll submit your name as well. Ah, uh, I would love to go. Well, then, just- I might have to. Well, yeah. So, is there anything you're super excited to see there, or- I'm- Have any predictions about what will be announced? I'm super excited. There's a panel that I'm excited about, and I'm like- I'm I'm worried, though, it's going to ruin all other conventions for me. There's a panel on Tuesday that I'm really excited about uh, called World Builders. It's at 12.30 on Tuesday, uh, hosted by Chris Hardwick from Nerdist, uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, the panel is Neil deGrasse Tyson- James Gunn, mm-hmm. Randy Pitchford, and Kiki Wolfkill from 343 Industries. Like, that lineup is just fucking crazy. I just hope they don't um, have Q&A. 
Well, it's not. Uh, that's the thing. This this is not. It's not going to be like packs. I don't. Why? Well, I, mean, I assume it's not because they only sold uh, a limited number of tickets to the public this year. This is the first year that the public's mm. been able to come, uh, and yep. they only sold a limited number of tickets to the public. But other than that, it's only press and and industry people. So I don't think it's that kind of convention. That's, I'm actually really interested to see how it is. And there's not going to be as many people there either. From what I understand, last year, um, there, were, there were only about like 50-odd thousand people over the whole three days versus, you know- Is that all? Yeah. So I think, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it because I think it'll be well, easier- Well, don't get me wrong, 50,000 is a lot for Australia, but- right. But for, for something like PAX, PAX gets like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. So Not in Australia. No, no, no but, <laughs> but here, <laughs> PAX East, I believe. I'm, I'm pretty sure those those numbers are about right. Uh, there's also 2.45 p.m. on Tuesday. Also, there is a Bethesda Softworks panel. Uh, a look at a title that <laughs> is going to be announced. Um, and also, af- just after that, Square Enix is having a live demo of a title they're going to announce. So, the, and there's like, there's a couple of them like that where it's like, I don't even know what the panel is until they announce the game. Yeah. So that's exciting. Cause that doesn't, that, I haven't had that happen before. Yeah. Cause yeah, the, the panels that we get at PAX in Australia are all, here's a game that's coming out next week. Right. Yeah. Well, it's similar here as well. Like, uh, you don't necessarily get to see them the moment that they, Announce them. There's an Assassin's well, Creed I panel, think- which is going to be for that new Assassin's Creed game, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Which I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with the new Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yeah. They took a break, and I think they're going to, yeah. Because they've got a bit samey. Yeah. Those games. Absolutely. It'll be interesting to see. I'm hoping there's been rumors that there's going to be a Halo announcement. Oh, really? People have gone, oh, Halo 6, and then they've come out and said, no, it's not Halo 6. What I'm fingers crossed for is a Halo Reach remaster. Oh, yeah. That would, I think, be interesting because that was a great game. I'd love to play through that again, but prettier. But, yeah, tomorrow in, like, less than, I don't know, I'm trying to do math now, so it's 10.50. Uh, it's 8.50 so a.m., so, Luke. How are you talking about? So in a, just over eight hours, we'll get to find out more about the Scorpio. Yes. Now, that, I believe, is going to be there, and I am going to, I'm going to, get my grubby hands all over it as much as I can. So- and it looks like they're actually going to go with a Scorpio name, maybe, since they trademarked the S. Yeah, that's interesting. Unless it's... Well, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully tomorrow. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see what Nintendo's got coming up on the Switch, just because so far I haven't... I don't have a compelling reason to to get one. Don't get one. Uh, well, I <laughs> depending on... And what comes out on it, I probably won't at this point. You barely play the Xbox. Don't buy another system. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't have time. But it's because I'm too busy going to things like E3. And then uh, uh, yesterday, we went to Comic-Con. That's con with two ends because it's Connecticut. Connecticut Comic-Con. Uh, at Fox and you Woods. met my friend. I did. I did. It was at Foxwoods Resort and Casino, uh, which uh, Dan was correct, by the way. Uh, I don't know how mm-hmm. correct he was, but it is on tribal land, Indian tribal land. Uh, and as you enter, it says the sign, which I think only because of what Dan had said, it scared me. As you drive in, it says uh, tribal laws enforced. So I don't know what that means exactly. I, I think if you just stick with the don't be a dick, oh, yeah. I think you'll be fine. Yeah, no, I'm I'm usually pretty good at that. Mm. 
So yeah, it was. Uh, the, but the the fucking casino is really cool. It's huge, and uh, it's it's kind of in the middle of just this. Like if you look out from the casino, it's just like trees because it's all it's- protected land. So it's it's, it's one beautiful. thing I've not done in America. Gone to a casino. I might do that next time. Well, if you come over, if you head over this way, we'll go to Foxwoods. It's, uh, yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. So that's fun. The convention was good. Uh, yes, we did. We met your friend Timothy Zahn, who, uh, mm. who is like you said, he was nice. He's fucking nice, man. He's such yeah. a nice guy. Like, because I met him back in '99. Yep. At the greatest bookstore in the world at Penrith. I forget what it was called. Fantasia. No. Yeah. 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 Fantasia was, yeah. on um, High Street. Yep, and he was there, and like he just sat around chatting with people. Yep, well, after he- the store had closed, and just was it was a great night. Yeah, he because uh, I, I went up and I said hello, and uh, I told him, you know, obviously he his work was the official sequel, <laughs> as far as I was concerned, for a long time in my life until they. Well, he was sort of known it. as the father of modern day Star Wars. Right, he's really what brought Star Wars back. Yeah, well, he wrote at the time they were the official sequels to the Star Wars films. Yep, and for a very long time they, they were legend. canon, right? Yes, they were until they became legends when Disney purchased. Yeah, and now but yeah, that was very much it was yeah they were canon because any time anyone was writing a story, they had to people were making sure it fit in with what was currently happening, and yeah, yeah, it was great. I miss it. <laughs> well, he, uh, you know, I told him all that, and I, I said, oh, um, you know, I'd love a signed copy of Thrawn. So he, he did that. And then I was like, I don't know, often it's hard to tell how people are going to be at the cons. Like sometimes, you know, like uh, I, I've had, we've interviewed people and they've been, they've been really generous with their time. And then there are mm. other people um, who have just not. <laughs> not been up for it kind of thing and uh yeah. you know with varying levels of politeness uh so it's hard to tell but he was like he's just fucking like yeah whatever um i said oh you know could we get a photo for social media like, yeah so he got up and he came out and then he was just standing out talking to us uh for a bit and then uh saw my thing we got a photo and then you sent me your photo of your um your signature in your book yeah from, from 1999 so I went back and I showed him and you obviously got the snap where he I sent you a Snapchat where he sent you a little yeah, message. Which was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said I'm like, Jim, what would you mind recording him a little message? And he was like, Yeah, it's fine. So Yeah. That was a great thing to watch just before I went to sleep. <laughs> One of my favorite authors saying hello yep. to me. Yep. So and I said to him, uh, do you remember doing this and he was like well i don't remember doing this specifically but he said he has i do remember being there so yeah no he's a top guy mm. and a great author and if you haven't read those books you should they're like cancelled out by the force awakens but I yeah mean, if you go back and if you read them now you sort of have to put the force awakens out of your head yeah it's not going to make completely any sense. different stories yeah it won't make sense at all well, that was one of the things. I really thought that they would have Mara Jade in The Force Awakens, maybe, but she's says she's gone, but Thrawn is back. Well, yeah, he's back in Rebels, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah which confused me. And so I, I haven't read this book, Thrawn, yet, but is this book part of the current canon? Um, I don't know. I haven't read that one. I should yet. have asked him. 
But then I would have seemed ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh, well, I have a copy of it here. I have a hard cover, hard cover of it that he signed for me. So yeah, so that was awesome. Yeah, and the convention was good. It's uh, it's small compared to you know like PAX and some of the and you know some of the big Comic Cons we've been to. Um, but it, that was nice because um, you know sometimes they can be overwhelming. Like we talked about on our recap episode, how Rhode Island Comic Con was just uh, very busy and packed, and it was difficult to get around. Um, this wasn't like that at all. It was it was not it was. Like, there were people everywhere, but it was well-spaced out. There was lots of room. There was lots to see, but without mm. being overwhelming. It was, a, like, it was a good convention. It reminded me of um, the way Supernova was before all the films started blowing up. And now you just get- I mean, not to- Yeah, now yeah. it's sort of ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, there. I say, you know, people, can, people like it, and that's great. But now it's just kind of overwhelming, the number of people. So, yeah, good convention. Right. Ron Perlman was there. Dustin from uh, Stranger Things was there. They've got, um, I'm trying to remember, Supernova, they've got someone, uh, they've got Chris Hemsworth going. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, all the ladies will be lining up. But uh, a lot of people are sort Some of, of the guys. upset about how much he's charging. Oh, really? For his autograph and photo. Have a guess. So, here you go. Carrie Fisher was $80 for a photo yeah. and an autograph. So, Chris Hemsworth, how much? 100 bucks. Autograph, 200 Photograph, 210 Fuck me. It's uh it's a little ridiculous. He's he's alright. He's just I don't know. Seems a little excessive to me. <laughs> well, I think so too, but he's probably gonna be the biggest star they've had. Really? Like I'm trying to think of Well Bigger than Carrie had- Fisher. Well no, Carrie Fisher, but he's he's in his prime. Like he's Sure. Yeah, I suppose. And that's why. I'm sure they've had big stars there before. No, um, maybe no not. No one current, I don't hmm. think. Yeah, fair enough. Like that's a lot of money. Who, that, yeah, that's a hell of a lot of money. He's, there's still going to be a line. He's still going to people are still going to buy it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a bit much. Yeah. Not the most expensive one I've ever heard of. The most expensive um, autograph. I know was I forget where it was, but it was Sylvester Stallone. He was charging eight hundred dollars <laughs> for an what? autograph. Yeah, that is excessive. Yeah, like now, who would be that desperate for that autograph? Sylvester Stallone. I mean, he seems like a cool guy, but well, see, I, that's the thing. I, I'm not like yesterday. They said you, you know you got to pay if you want an autograph or a uh, a photo, but you can go up and talk to them. If you want to. And so I uh, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to say hello to Ron Perlman. But what am I going to say to him? And especially when I get up there, right, it's going to be awkward. And I, I, maybe this is why they do it. No, I mean, not, not saying the celebrities. I'm just saying that's why they, they do it in general, the the companies. And say, yeah, go up and talk to them. Because then there's pressure on you to pay for something so that you've got something mm. to talk about. Because what, what the fuck am I going to talk to Ron Perlman about? Because really, all he's there to is just sign stuff and yeah. And because we've tried before um, to go up and say, "Oh, would you mind talking to us for the podcast?" and and they won't do that. I mean, well, so far they haven't really done that. It's not. Well, I think that's because it's sort of they don't really have time. Yeah, yeah, and and also, yeah, you're putting them on the spot, and they're going to go on the record, and it's like they're not prepared. I, I get it. I I, probably, I wouldn't want to do it either, but um, so I don't bother with that anymore. Oh, I saw on Supernova site, and Jennifer Hale's going to be there again. Ah, oh, she's tops. 
She was awesome. I might have to go. Yeah. She's really awesome. Yeah, she's really generous with her time. She's like like uh like Timothy Zahn and one of the uh, just a just a really great person and uh very yeah, friendly and nice to chat with and we'll just talk to anyone and yeah. 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 Actually, and that's not to uh that's not to take away from, you know, like f- say someone like Ron Perlman, right? Cuz Ron Perlman obviously is a bigger star than Timothy Zahn or Jennifer Hale. And yes. I think for those people, you can't afford to be that friendly and open because well, <laughs> they be probably are still that friendly but when you have a line of a hundred people you can't stop for no, 20 minutes to have a chat that's right and and you get a lot more crazy people i bet yes when you're not even ron Perlman, but like say chris hemsworth chris hemsworth's not going to be fucking hanging out chatting with people like no he's he's gonna he's gonna have some crazy people see that's Good i do want to go see like jennifer hale but Chris Hemsworth being there is actually putting me off. You might want to- Because it's going to be crazy. You might be tempted to ask him out or something. I just wouldn't be able to control myself. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, I'm just thinking more. there would be a few more people going than normal. Yeah, that's probably true. So, yeah, I might pass. <laughs> oh, Ray Park was there. As far as I'm aware, he didn't kill anyone. <laughs> he had a big line. Um, and they all seem to be is he walking still away unharmed. The big line. <laughs> yeah, he is. The biggest line. This is not a joke. The biggest line was for the Green Power Ranger. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? That's why I, I'm like, I don't because I never watched Power Rangers, so I just don't get it. But like, really? Yeah, I never. Kimberly I, was hot. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. She was <laughs> the Pink Ranger. I was about to say I'm gonna make a sexist, but I guess she was. What's Ray Park do? What does he do now? Well, he was yeah. a stunt man, wasn't he? I think he's a- he, Maybe he still does that. Maybe he just does conventions now. But he was a stunt man beforehand, and then he went on to do X-Men. Or did he do X-Men before Star Wars? I can't remember. But he did X-Men around that time as well, and he was not very good in it. So- uh, Star Wars was first, because Star Wars came out before X-Men. All right, okay. Well, yeah, and then- So he- uh, yeah. Maybe he's still a stunt guy. Or maybe he just goes around yeah. to conventions and signs autographs. Like those people from There's that There's money in it. <laughs> there is. 200 bucks per autograph, apparently. She's going to be making $400 off people. Yeah, it's 410 Yep. Because people are going <laughs> to do both. It's fucking crazy. I almost hope that he doesn't, like, make any money. Not because I don't like him, just because I think that's excessive. And I wonder if he, he probably doesn't have a whole lot to do with that. I bet it's his representatives, but still, that's, that's, that's too much money. What are you doing? Stupid. Yeah, because uh, really, like, you're not really doing much. No. No, he's just- like, uh, You're sitting there, you're going to be bored for a few hours, sitting there just signing stuff, then you get it, go stand somewhere where you have photos. Yeah. Look, the photos, because you've had photos with before. Yeah. You're in and out in about three seconds. Yeah, I know. Like, you, oh, 30 seconds. You're in, photo, done. Yeah. So, he's going to be doing that for a couple of hours, making $200. That's good money. Yeah. You can get, like, a sentence back and forth from, you know, but then they, they like, hurry you through. Because the lines are huge. Yeah. So, it's not like you get to hang out with them. No. You just get a photo. You do get to put your arm around them. That's right. Like, I snuggled Han-, uh, Han? Stanley. His name is not <laughs> Hanley. I snuggled Carrie. Yeah, I'm a little upset that I didn't now, but I'm I'm really happy I did now. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Although 
I was worried about my eyes being closed, so my eyes are super wide and it's a crazy <laughs> photo. <laughs> that's great. Because, yeah, that's the one bad thing. You get one shot. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And then it's like, get out. <laughs> yep. All right. I want to talk briefly about uh, the new Apple stuff because it looks really cool. Although I guess you don't really care about that. So we could leave it for when Dan's here. Oh, yeah. By the way, Dan's not here. <laughs> he's shooting a TV <laughs> oh, show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's incredibly yeah, he's- awkward TV show because he's offended everybody on the uh, on the cast. And he- he's shooting that now. Yeah, he just hasn't been really quiet this episode. He's not here. That's right. He'll be back next week. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the new uh, iOS 11 stuff, uh, I think it looks really cool, but you don't have an iPhone. So, I don't know. uh, We can just say they announced a bunch of cool stuff. We'll link to it in the show notes. Check it out if you're into Apple stuff. Is it doing anything... New functionality, or is it still just the same stuff? No, the, well, the iPad in particular now has a little, like a dock, like on a on a normal. Have you ever used a Mac? Yeah, yeah. I okay. had a Macintosh back in the day. Oh, that's right. Okay, well, uh, and, and even I guess Windows has the start bar. The the I, iPad has a little dock down the bottom now, like a like a Mac, and yep, uh, it's got more advanced multitasking. Like you pull it up, and it's got like a window with everything you've got open. Instead of kind of just flicking between them, you can kind of see them all there and you can drag and drop stuff between apps and like into windows. And it's it's basically makes it a lot more like a desktop operating system. And it looks anyone using just tablets anymore. Well, I know, but it seems like with this, when I was looking, I'm like, it seems a lot more feasible now because I, I mean, I have an iPad and I love it, but there's certain things like I just can't do on it because the workflow is too clunky but mm. now i'm like looking at that it's like wow there's quite a lot i could do on that now that i couldn't before well i could i could do it before but it's not convenient uh well you can hook a keyboard up to it okay you can use a bluetooth keyboard with it or you can they have like the smart case ones no i just use a surface pro and yeah right well yeah I you like can get that. a similar thing to to the keyboard mm. for that okay you have a surface pro yeah. Huh. Like a work one or something. Work one, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, well, you can get a similar thing to that. But anyway, yeah, it looks, really, it looks good. Uh, it's not out yet. It comes out later this year. So when, when I get it, I'll uh, report back. It's good. It makes me want one of the new iPads, though, because I'm sure stuff's going to run better. I've got an iPad Air 2, but I'm sure the new ones will eclipse that. Oh, yeah, and they announced like an iMac Pro, which... Uh, doesn't really address people's complaints about the Mac Pro because, um, for those who don't know, Apple has the iMacs and all that kind of stuff, which you can't really upgrade anything in them. It's more like a laptop no. with a big screen. And pe- professionals were like, well, we need to be able to change things. So, and then the Mac Pro was the tower, like, you know, like desktop tower version that you could swap video cards and RAM and hard drives in and out of. Uh, and then they came out with the new Mac Pro that looked like a little dustbin rubbish bin and mm. uh that one you couldn't change anything in and so people got mad about that and then now they're coming up with the i iMac pro which is i mean it's the same thing but with a screen built in so you still can't do much i think you can change the ram in it, it, it but if you want to change that's not apple what apple do so well apparently they do change have, stuff they apparently they do have buy a pc a new modular like tower case based Mac that they're working on, 
but it's not ready yet. But that, but the fact that they've announced that, like, I don't, I can't see why people would buy the iMac Pro then. Now, it was like, oh, we'll just wait for the new thing. So I don't know. They're kind of shooting themselves. Because people have to bit. run out and buy a brand new thing all the time. I, yeah. I have this argument with people all the time that every time a new iPhone comes out or just a new phone in general, they run out and buy it. And I'm sort of, when I buy a phone, I actually buy a phone because my phone died. Yeah, I'll buy it. A brand new one to replace it, but I'll buy one that's a year old. Yeah, right. Because if you look at the difference between last year's iPhone and this year's iPhone, there's not that much difference. No, I got a new iPhone recently. Um, I had a 6 before, and now I have a 7 mm-hmm. Plus. And I, I will say that the there is a significant increase in the like the speed of it. Like it's It's very fast at things that were a little clunky before that I actually didn't mm. consider were- like to do with the power of the phone, I thought it was just like the apps were clunky, but on on this, like everything's lightning fast. Yeah, so. but yeah, I just don't see the point in it. Still, no, that's fair. Mainly because I don't, I don't. Only thing I use my phone for is email, right, and just googling stuff. Well, I use mine a lot for you know, like if we're at conventions and stuff like that, I use it a lot for taking notes and for taking you know for posting things, and uh, I have some apps that are. Like to, to create shortcuts to do those things of sharing stuff on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Like oh, I, have, I don't like sharing stuff. No, I know. Yeah, I know. That's why we don't bother asking you to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not good at it. I try. No, I, I know. I know. I, fuck, I'm not good at it either. I, like, it's quite an effort for me to to think of things to share. I don't know. I just, it's just not, it doesn't come naturally to me at all. I look at people who post on Facebook, like, constantly and i'm like like how do you even come up with i I wouldn't even think to post on facebook unless like i could set a i have to set reminders to do it because i just don't even think of it like i don't know what it what what is what is different about me versus all these other people we just didn't get into social media when it happened at the start and we're playing catch up like i post more on instagram than i do anything else and i still struggle what to put on there. Yeah. See, I don't, I just don't post on any of them. I, and every, every time I'm like, I'm all right, I'm going to try and use Twitter more. No, I'm not. I'm not going to use it more. It just, I'm, I might as well just not have it. Like, I don't, I, just, I don't even like it. It's just a little stress that I create for myself. Yeah. I think I know I use Snapchat quite a lot. Yeah. To, I talk to you guys on Snapchat. Yeah. So, well, have you noticed one thing that's weird with Snapchat? How Snapchat came about was so people could share nudes with each other and it deletes and all that. <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly why, but yes. That's the exact reason why it was made. <laughs> sure. You're now not allowed to share um, not uh, nude stuff or sexual stuff publicly no on sexy Snapchat content. anymore. Really? Yep. Yep. They've got that. If you do that now, they just ban your account. Hmm. Oh, well. So uh, if you were following Cripple 4... For those delicious nudes, <laughs> you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to get them sent no through properly. No more dick pics. You no. got to go back to my Twitter because <laughs> Twitter don't care. Oh yeah, follow uh, follow Jenna and I on Snapchat, listeners. We're gonna post. We posting stuff from E3. I am brain fed as I am on every other social media thing, and Jenna is laughing cattle. And uh, we'll put those and in the show. I notes. am cripple four. Yeah. So, yeah, follow us on Snapchat, follow us on Instagram, uh, follow us on Facebook. Go to multiplenerdgasm.com 
to find links to all of those. Um, I don't think we need to re- read them all out like we do every week. It's multiple nerdgasm on everything. Uh, M nerdgasm on Twitter. I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, if, if you want to find us on something, you just search for multiple nerdgasm. You'll yeah, find us. Or go to multiplenerdgasm.com and you'll find us there. And then, or if it- you don't find us, it's on some weird social media account that we don't know about. Let us know and yeah. we'll create one. That's right. Podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com is how you can contact us if you want to let us know about anything, something you like, something you don't like. Uh, just get in contact with us. Um, we would love to hear from people uh, or messages on I one do. of those social media networks. I do like hearing from people. No, I, I genuinely do. We get some great messages sometimes. People send in some awesome shit. It's great. Um, go to multiplenerdgasm.com slash merch. Uh, we've got T-shirts and um, notepads and like all sorts of stuff uh, from the, our friends at uh, TeePublic. They print our merch for us. And we also curate a collection of designs from other TeePublic people. And if you go through that link, multiplenerdgasm.com slash merch, anything you buy on the website, they will know that we sent you and they will support this show. And so that's a way that you can help us. And, and uh, it's fairly transparent to you because you just get to buy some awesome shit. Uh, but if you want to support us more directly, you can head to patreon.com slash multiple nerdgasm and you can become a patron on there. Uh, Patreon is a way for you to support content that you like by pledging a certain amount either per month or per thing. We do it per episode of this show. So you can say, I want to give you a dollar for each episode uh, and you can cap it per month so that we can't go crazy and overcharge you. Uh, and we got some rewards on there. And we have a new backer that we need to to thank and welcome to the fold. Um, they get to send in a message for us to read out on the show. This is Sarah McSpadden, who, <laughs> <laughs> who I think Luke is familiar with. Yes, just a little bit. Yeah. I'm familiar, obviously, we're all familiar with, with you, Sarah. Um, thank you very much for your support. Uh, we really appreciate it. You get uh, to send in a message for us to read out. Um, oh, God. And it can be anything. It can be- uh, so. Our rewards at this stage, uh, for $1, we will thank you on the show, which is pretty cool. And uh, Maybe I shouldn't say it's cool, because is it that cool? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Matt, I'm going to thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. How's that? Was that? Did that feel cool? That was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> for $2, uh, you can send in a message and we'll read it out. Uh, so that can be a message or an advertisement or some hate mail or- Yep, we, we 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 will sell out in a second. Yeah, so. we're gonna we're gonna make it clear that it's your words, not ours. But we'll read out whatever it is. Um, for five dollars, uh, you will get a personalized five to ten minute episode of the podcast that is just for you. Uh, you can share Which it. If someone you want. is actually going to get one of. Yes, we just need to make fucking time to do it because yes, <laughs> next week. Yeah, because once, not- once stands back, we'll do that. We'll do that first. Yeah, so we've got all out. Good material. Yeah. Uh, you don't have good material. And all of these things you get after the first month of support, um, just to make sure that people don't sign up and get a thing and then cancel straight away. That's, that's the only reason for that. So, yeah, patreon.com slash multiple nerdgasm. And we really appreciate all of our all of our patrons on there. It's, like, unbelievable, and it makes the show, uh, like, super worthwhile for us and it enables us to buy equipment and pay for... Uh, you know, services and, and, and things like, you know, conventions, uh, we can pay for, for, you know, accommodation and things like that with, with the money. It's not, we don't, you know, we don't make a huge amount, but we don't care because <laughs> it means we get to- I make nothing. 
well, you know, you get some expenses covered. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had to pay for anything in a long time? No. When's the last time we had to pay for something to do with the podcast? A long time ago. Exactly. So thank you, patrons. We really appreciate it. All right. Wonder Woman. <sighs> yeah. So, Wonder Woman, we're going to talk spoilers because Luke's given you all enough time now. Yep, you've had a week. If you wanted to see, you would have seen it by now. Yep. So, uh, beginning, I guess now, we're going to talk about Wonder Woman and it will be, there will be spoilers. Um, I'm just going to ask a question first. What did you think? I, <laughs> I don't know what everyone's smoking because I thought it was, what? I thought it was really bad. I thought it was a really bad movie. I I thought it was a gr- not a great movie, but the best DC movie. Oh, I think that. I just think it was a bad movie. <laughs> but it's the last 15, 20 minutes at, at the big fight at the end I found ridiculous. That was garbage. <laughs> Leading up to that, when she's fighting, fighting the Nazis and- Mm. Nazis then? No, not Nazis yet. Just Germans. Just Germans. Nazis came about after that. Yeah, but yeah, when she's fighting in the trenches and going in, saving a town, and I enjoyed that. Right. I, I, I genuinely was like super on board, and I really enjoyed uh, the start of the film up until uh, when all of that stuff started. Up until the 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 bit where she runs up onto. No Man's Land. The the exact moment that it lost me was when uh, Chris Pine's like, "That's not what we're here for." And then she she like turns and like turns away from the camera, puts a little headband on, turns back and goes, "That's what I'm here for." And then it went all slow mo, and I was like, "Oh, oh you just lost me." Like it just. No, I still enjoyed that part. I don't know. Wh- I don't know after why. that, when. It went downhill a bit, like when she has to fight a god. I don't know. It just after that, I was just like noticing all the flaws, and I just it was too cheesy, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I honestly I don't understand why it's getting such positive reviews. I'm not saying it's like terrible. It's not. It's no. It's not the worst film I've ever seen. But I just don't understand all these fucking high scores. Like, no, I'm really surprised. I, I, I. I think it, I think it is a good movie. I would still recommend people go and see it. It's it's definitely worth going to see it at movies. I gotta say the best thing about it is is Gal Gadot. She's fucking awesome. Oh, she's amazing. I am so fucking impressed. Like she made so some of the dialogue in this film is absolute garbage, but she sells lines of dialogue that I I, I can't imagine like ever having to try and say, like. She says some stupid shit and makes it sound cool. And uh, she was really great in the scenes, you know, where she's like arguing with him about responsibility and like honor, you know, like and, and, and you know, telling people off in London for not, you know, doing more and stuff like that. She was great. She was really good. And the action scene, she kicked butt. Like my definitely she is not the problem. I just I think I was like, maybe I just don't like. DC. I mean, I hate it because I'm like, I know, I'm like, no, it's not Marvel DC. It's just they haven't made a good film. Maybe it is. Maybe I just don't like that. Maybe it is. I I also find I don't, I've I talking to Hannah today. I don't like DC. I just can't 
I don't like that universe. I don't know why. She's too powerful. Well, yeah, she's a god. There's no danger, right? Literally, the only good guy who died killed himself. And, okay, so Chris Pine, he dies at the end, right? Oh, sorry. Her teacher at the start died. Oh, yeah. But Chris Pine, uh, there's no reason why he had to die. No, no. Exactly. She's like, let me do it. And he's like, no, I have to do it. Why? Fucking let her do it. Well, even if- Because he's- At the end, he's flying off to stop the evil gas from destroying the- Yeah. Destroying, killing lots of people. So, he flies off the plane with it, turns back, shoots it so it explodes while he's in the plane and dies. I'm sort of like, you could have just grabbed the parachute, yeah, thrown a grenade, and jumped out. Yeah. You're fine. It was- Yeah, what- Yeah. Okay. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff like that. Forced that sacrificing so they didn't have to explain. Why was Ares organising the armistice at all? Other than to, just to make trick the audience into thinking he was a good guy. There was no actual reason for him to do that. Like in the plot of the film. The only, like, I mean, unless I'm missing something, and please feel free to correct me. Podcast on um, com. The only reason he was proposing as a, as a British person- and organising the armistice was so that the audience wouldn't realise he was a bad guy. Um, trying to think. I mean, I think. Because everything he was doing wasn't to- He was still trying to get Chris Pine and everything to destroy what they were working on still, in the background. Why? Because he wanted the armistice to fail. (laughs) But why organise it then? Well, That's what I don't understand. I d- yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Why no, bother? I think it's a, the movie's a lot better than what you, I, you think it is. <laughs> I don't think it is. But I'm, I mean, look, clearly, clearly I'm in the minority because people are loving it. And mm. uh, that's fine. But I mean, all the secondary characters were stupid. Like the, the team, they were all like unlikable and interesting. Like I don't know anything about them. Like, what was the deal no. with the sniper guy? Yeah. Like, he didn't do anything, and then they didn't, he didn't they go anywhere. Cut, they cut something out with his story, because the sniper guy, it's, oh, I kill people, they don't see me coming, so you fight without honour, and then something about he sees people running into a building. Like, there's a backstory exactly, there that but like they just skipped. And and then well, none of them were likable anyway. And what's with the way everybody talks to to Diana as well? Like they treat her like she like no one talks to people like that. You know, like everybody is so enamored with her. It's just, it's kind of weird. Like I don't know, I, just, I don't understand what everyone likes about this movie. <laughs> I actually hoping that they do take a hint and start making the other movies like this one. Well. <sighs> I see. I see. I. I guess. Maybe, I also I guess, think this should have been the first movie they made. When she, you know, when she runs out into no man's land, right, and they're shooting at her, and she's just like invincible. I was like, mm. okay, no, I'm bored now. Like this got this just became not interesting to me. And then so she's just like running around, and then like they're not in any danger because she's they're all just shooting at her instead. And it's like, oh, all right, we're just gonna watch this now. I'll just sit back and turn my brain off, I guess. And then she like jumps up into the tower, and the fucking tower explodes. Yeah, that and was I was a bit like, weird. Uh, I don't know. Nah. I mean, clearly that's what people want. 
But I was just like, nah, I'm not interested. Also, why did I not know how to end a movie? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what she, that was weird, the end where she just jumps into London. <laughs> well, no, even before that, there was a scene where she goes back to London to meet up with Chris's oh! secretary. So that- Do you know what else did- made me laugh was just her fucking attitude. Like, Bruce Wayne sends a- uh, She's already, like, gaming Bruce Wayne in, in Batman vs Superman. Just sending yep. him fucking cryptic messages. And then he sends her this briefcase with the photo in it. And I guess it, uh, she must have had the watch still or it was in the briefcase. It was un- I didn't really catch that. Oh, she still had the watch. That's what I thought. So, he sends her the photo. Yeah, he gave her the watch. And it's got a little note that says, I bought the original for you. Maybe one day you'll tell me your story. And then she writes back, thanks for sending him back to me. Just you tell him or don't tell him. Don't send him some fucking mysterious message. Like, poor Bruce Wayne. He's going to be like, oh, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> so, what's the next DC movie? Justice League. Justice League. Okay. Which is going to be terrible. Yeah. I- Actually, someone- uh, I was talking to a guy uh, at the convention yesterday, and he gave- he put forward a good theory that I was- I mean, it doesn't mean I- I'm going to like the films anymore, but- um. His theory was that when they bring back Superman, which they will, mm. he's going to be less powerful because it was stupid. Like, he, Superman was, was, like, too overpowered and, like, didn't fit in. Except now I'm like, well, Wonder Woman's, like, stupid overpowered too. Yeah, like, Wonder Woman's now invincible. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see what he was thinking, but I don't think it's going to be the case. All right, but you you enjoyed Wonder Woman, obviously. I, I enjoyed for 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 a DC movie. I enjoyed. I just still think this should have been the first movie they made. Yeah, they should have started with this one and then built up to Batman v Superman. Yeah, or Justice League. They still just need to piss off Suicide Squad. That was <laughs> well. We've got news now. Suicide Squad Two is apparently filming next year. So what? Well. Yeah. <laughs> Academy Award winning film. It's getting a sequel. <laughs> Joel Kinnaman said uh, it, it, well, he not confirmed definitely starting filming, but I mean, I guess they are doing a sequel then if he's talking about it. Uh, and it's could start filming as early as next year. So, yeah. See, I don't, they're trying to make the bad guys good. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I just don't understand. They don't, the, the tone of these doesn't fit together. No. And also, like, how are these bad guys? They're, I mean, they're against Batman, sure, they'd be, like, useful, I suppose. But, what, like, against Superman and Wonder Woman? Like, none of, these, none of these people have any chance against those people. Like, like Wonder Woman is invincible, as far as I'm concerned now. That, and that's actually, it's- sorry, this is another thing that bugs me a little bit. It's like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck are they going to make the next movie about? Like, who, she, she just killed a god. Like, what is she going to find out? Oh, sorry. And I'm, I'm sorry to do this. And I know that I wouldn't do this for a film that I liked, but I am picking on it a bit. <laughs> so, at the end, she kills Ares and the German soldiers are like, oh, friends now. So, wh- why was there a second world war? Like, I, I just, I didn't understand that. That really confused me at the time. No, no. It's because part of the whole thing about it was is 
um, because he was trying to turn her to help him destroy everyone. Yeah. Um, but Wonder Woman was able to see, like, even though the men are bad, they're still good in them. Like, there is conflict. Sure. So it wasn't that he was just controlling and making everyone do bad things. Men do bad things. Sure. But there's good in them. Even with, um, they tried to show a little bit with, um, Dr. Death or Poison, whatever her name is. Right. Yeah, yeah. She was a like, cool character. But, to- she, but that's, again, we didn't know anything about her. Bugged me as well. No, and, like, when she removed the, the mouth, the- yeah, the mask to show she was burned. It was sort of to try and show, like, she's been through a lot as well that's forced her to go to that. And, sure. And I think after the Germans just saw two gods fighting, they've gone, oh, I'm just going to put my gun down because... <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. You're going to kill me if I try and attack you, so... Fair enough. Oh, see, they weren't, like, it's not that they were good people. They were just like, oh, fuck, it's not worth it. Well, yeah, if you were there... And you just saw Sorry, gods yeah. fighting, and yeah. the one on the other side just won. Are you going to still try and fight them, or are you just going to go, yep? Yeah, if I was now. fighting some people and Gal Gadot showed up in uh, in her Wonder Woman gear and, like, <laughs> destroyed a god, I'd probably be like, yeah, maybe let's just not worry about it today, hey? Yeah. Let's all go home. But you also have to remember, like, they were being forced to work without food, and they were, mm. so they, they were sort of- Probably also happy to be out from under yeah. the general. Why did they have a fake sword? What? The sword wasn't the god killer. Why did they even have that? Why did they? Why? Why lie to everybody? Why? Why have that? To misdirection. For who? For everyone. Okay. All right. And I think it was also because she used to tell the story. But Ares already to- knew. He's the he's the one that knew. No, 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 no. They used to tell the story to her, and she, then she wanted to know what, what, where's the god killer, and they don't want her to know that she is. But she, does, she needs to know. But no, she was trying to hide that from her. Why? She's the one person so that needs to know if, if, if something Ares goes wrong. find her. Yeah. Oh, all right. She, she was right, just fine. trying to protect her and keep her out of that world. All right, fine. But then she couldn't <laughs> hold on to her. You're just trying right. to find faults in it. No, I know, you I know. skipped parts Look, of the movie. No, I know. I, I, I am. It's only because, like I said, I said this last night to Jenna. I was like, oh, by the way, fucking Jenna hated it even more than I did. Really? Yeah. She said you're being too nice to it. It was, it was fucking awful. <laughs> she fucking hated it. Um, and I said to I, I could, uh, I could do the same to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, but I don't because I really liked it. Like, there mm-hmm. was the stuff in that that was silly as well. Um, oh, I've just finished uh, episode one and two of the Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah? Play it. It is awesome. All right. Yeah, okay. I have it. Uh, I just need to play it. So I will. All right. Well, okay. We don't have to talk about it anymore. I'm sorry. I don't mean to pick on it. I just, I don't know. I'm going to be interested to hear what Dan thinks. Yeah. I guess we'll find out next week. Yeah. whole week I have to wait. Well, so do you, the listeners. He might message us. I was almost going to message and say last night, I don't have a lot that's too nice to say about it. But Oh, actually, no. The other thing, I liked, uh, I liked some, of the, some of the laughs in it. Um, Jenna really didn't. She said that it was all of the jokey stuff was horribly unfunny to her. Uh, I, I thought some of the light, lighter moments were good. Uh, and I, I actually- was a bit worried about the comedy in it from the trailers, but I thought they did it well. Yeah. And it's actually kind of- after that all dropped off, that I started to not like it. 
like once it got all serious and dark and I don't know, just CG actiony was when I lost interest in it. So that that the uh, that third act is what let it down. I, I agree, yeah. but I felt like the second act <laughs> let it down as well. But I mean, whatever. Different opinions. Mm-hmm. That's why everyone. Yeah, you should always go and make your own decision. Absolutely. Yeah, and like I, I, I know I'm. Clearly, people like it, and that's good. That's great. Mm. Uh, it's just maybe, maybe I was like, maybe I'm just burnt out on superhero movies in general. Because you know what else? I rewatched um, Civil War, uh, Captain America: Civil War, recently, and yep. I felt very flat about that. And I wonder if next, I, I'm wondering how I'm going to feel about Infinity War. Maybe I'm just burnt out on these films in general. Like I liked, mm. I liked Civil War when I saw it, but not as much as I've liked. In the past, I loved Guardians Volume Two, but that's different. Like, yeah, and that's why I think Guardians because it is it's it's uh, even though it's in the same universe, it has nothing to do with what's happening on Earth. No, it's 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 very different. Whereas, yeah, like yeah. Uh, Civil War, I've, I rewatched it recently, and it, I felt like, oh yeah, okay, because Captain America wasn't a Captain America movie. No, it was an Avengers movie. Yeah. But so, and I even think with you might even feel the same about Spider Man when it comes out then because it's will. still going to be very much a Iron it Man. It does look like a well. It, well, it looks like a CGI crap fest as well. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But then, I, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like Guardians is too. I suppose it's just the the characters make it better. Well, I don't even think a lot of that wasn't CG. Uh, Guardians. Yeah. Well, I I mean, most of the film is, I guess. Like, it's mostly shot on a blue screen. Like, eh, I don't know. For some reason, it didn't feel CG to me. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the trick, right? Mm. Like, Spider-Man, you watch it, and he's flying through the streets. It just- It doesn't feel real. Right. But for some reason, Guardians, I think, did it better. Well, I guess because you don't have a a, a reference for it. Like, mm. like Ego's planet, like, well, fucking, there isn't, we've never seen a planet like that, so you're not comparing it to reality. Yep. Maybe that's why. Well, there you go. Feel free to write in, podcast at multiplenergasm.com. Tell me I'm stupid for not enjoying Wonder Woman. Yeah. Sorry Chilla about 77. Yeah, Chilla. Yeah, I'm sure Chilla, I'm absolutely positive Chilla loved this film, and that's fine. I, mm-hmm. And I've got, you know, we have friends who, who fucking adore DC films. And uh, and they adore this one. And I mean, this this is definitely the best of them. I'm not arguing yes. that. Yes, I just just didn't like it. But for you, the bar's very, very, very low. So it's not really hard to be the best. But <laughs> exactly. I think this is way above the rest. Fair enough. Like, I know. Oh, I've seen people say this is the best superhero film, and I'm like, oh, no, okay, <laughs> no, well, I wouldn't go that far. I would still say my favorite superhero movie at the moment is. Guardians Volume 2. Mine is Guardians Volume 1, followed by Guardians Volume 2. <laughs> yep. And then uh, I like the first Captain America. Actually, you know what? Like, there's another thing. I noticed um, Chris Pine's character mirrored Captain America quite a lot in the first Captain mm. America film, except Captain America didn't die at the end. He crashed and then was revived later. But it was like, it was quite kind of similar. The plot in general was kind of similar. So um, No, I don't see it. 
had a well, you know, they were trying to stop. I mean, it was the it was Hydra slash the Nazis in Captain America, but they they had like a super mm. weapon, and at the end, he has to fly the plane and crash it to uh, to save everybody. Yeah, no, no, no. All right, no, not for me. No, I felt it was different. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) All right, I need to be really careful uh, if I'm in Mozambique at the moment. Uh, Not that that's why. What's happening there? Well, (laughs) they've put out a warning uh, about this is on BBC, so I think it's uh, reputable. The the police have warned bald men. Uh, and I am balding, so I guess uh, mm. maybe I'm at, at risk. But they've warned bald men that they may be the target of ritual attacks. There have been uh, five men killed recently for their body parts. Uh, do you want to have a guess why? Um, bald men? Yeah. Um... Because there's the thing that people say you go bald because you've got higher amounts of testosterone? Afonso Diaz, a police commander in Mozambique's central Zambezia province, said, The belief is that the head of a bald man contains gold. What? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, they're, they're killing bald people to get at the gold in their heads. But wouldn't they just kill the first one and go, oh, there's not, and well, then you know, move on? Nope, I guess not. It's a... Uh, I guess it's like a little superstition that they have there. and Because uh... as long as you're not fully bald, as long as you've got that sort of, the, you know, you've got the top bald, but you've got the hair around the side, so if you're wearing a hat, you're fine. Apparently the police also suspect maybe that the, this, this superstition about the, uh, the, the head containing gold is a ruse by local witch doctors so that people will bring them people's heads. And uh... why, why, why do they want heads? Well, apparently the, it's like... I don't. I guess I don't really understand it. It's like local superstition and stuff. They think bald people are rich, uh, and then there's like apparently witch doctors telling them that their heads are full of gold, and so they're like, uh, and other organs were stolen too. So I wonder if all of this is like a cover for like black market organ trading or something like that. And so like these these local witch doctors and stuff are telling them, telling them this to, to just to get them to bring them. Like, organs and stuff. E- either way, this is all very creepy and fucked up. So, one thing I do want to look at, Sony are you going to start releasing clean versions of movies? Yeah, I know, right? It, it sounds fucking stupid to me, but um, apparently- I sort of get it. Well- <sighs> Like, it's- I Can I open it up to a new audience? Because some people won't watch things for- Particular reasons. Yes. Yeah, gore or swearing or whatever reasons in particular. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, a lot of these films are already PG-13, though, so it's a little, I don't know, it's a little weird. But uh, I guess, yeah, Sony's going to start releasing clean versions, which are, I guess, just stripped of all offensive content, Uh, which, I mean, is a slippery slope, I guess, (laughs) because what are they basing it on? Like, you know, people, different people are offended by different things. Um I guess it's they, they're censored, so they're going to have swearing removed and probably, you know, I guess, sexual content and and maybe violence. I, I don't know. The standards with violence are a little bit weird. And it's sort of like they're not going to be like, that's going to be the only version there. 
it's you're still going to be able to get the normal version that you saw at the movies and everything. It's just going to be certain markets they're going to be selling it to. Yeah, no, I understand that. It just seems like a weird thing to do. Like, hmm. Seth Rogen uh, is very against it. He uh, tweeted and said, holy shit, please don't do this to our movies, thanks. Um, yeah, well, because the thing is, it's like compromises the artistic integrity of the of the, the filmmaker. And I, I know that's a kind of a laughable thing to say in some cases with films these days. Mm. Um, but in, in other cases, I don't think so. You know, like, uh, well, I mean, what's on the list here, right? Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I would say- that was a film that that had an artistic direction. Like editing uh, that seems I, seems wrong to me. I don't know how you edit that. That was a terrible movie to begin with. So really, all right. Oh, yeah, that was couldn't get that. But no, like Fifty First Dates. Right. I What's mean, fine. Edit it. <laughs> Who cares? Um, Ghostbusters. Don't edit Ghostbusters. I, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to work out. What you're making clean in it. Yeah. Hancock, f- fine. <laughs> Pixels, fine. Talladega Nights, all right, fine. But I'm only saying that because I don't like those films and because- uh, But then- uh, I don't know. It just doesn't seem- yeah, it's just- It seems a bit wrong I, to I, me. I understand, but if they don't do the clean version, someone won't see the movie at all. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. And yeah, like you said, still not, you still get the original yeah, version the, with it. Yeah, it's not saying that you can't watch the original anymore in the version you want. It's just saying, look, there's a clean version. If you want it, you can. Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah, this isn't like George Lucas going back and then making Greedo shoot first and going, that's it. That's the only version you get anymore. Yeah, you just- It's not uh, Like that. when you put the disc in, I guess, you can choose to watch a version with the swearing removed or something, I guess. Or yeah. the-, the that's that's fairly arbitrary. You can watch the clean version, which I guess is what they consider to be clean. I guess I, it doesn't really outline what that means in this article. I don't know. No, um, it doesn't really go into detail about what it is. Yeah, what exactly is it that they're going to change? Uh, that that information may be available, uh, not in this article. So, but yeah, like I, I I can understand people being upset, but I think. It's not actually going to affect you if you. No, I'm not going to affect so me because be I won't. Upset. I won't watch this version, and also because I'm yeah. a fucking. I'm like an old man now, so it's not going to affect me. It just. It just. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right to me to be changing other people's films. Hmm. But it already happens all the time for oh, yeah. like on airplanes and television, and so why not? You're right. Yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right, and it happens well during production as well. So I think maybe, maybe it's just just a. This is a non-issue. It just when I read it, I was like, ugh, I don't like that. But, but yeah. So if you uh, if you've been wanting to watch the Spider-Man films, but you're worried that you'll see something, you'll hear some swears. Uh, you can now check those out. Why the fuck are you listening to this podcast though? <laughs> I don't oh. know. We don't swear that much. No. So maybe someone's put, putting a clean version out. <laughs> that would be funny. A clean version of this show. <laughs> it's just the intro and then it ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, one more thing. Um, the Babadook. Mm-hmm. You, have you seen the Babadook? No. 
Oh, okay. It's an Australian What's horror film. Duke? Very successful Australian horror film. Um, it's good. It's a very good, very good movie. Scary. Uh, it is now <laughs> the Duke has become a gay icon by accident uh, because Netflix somehow accidentally included it in a list of LGBT movies on the uh, on the Netflix store. So when you went in there, it's got um, you know you know a bunch of of LGBT films. Uh, and then <laughs> just at the top there, the Babadook <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> so, so it is just a mistake. Well, I mean, unless there's something in the Babadook that I didn't, I just didn't even notice. Uh, and I mean, it, it's become a meme now with the Babadook. I guess the Babadook itself must be gay because, uh, yeah, there's, there's, as far as I'm aware, there's no reason for it to be like included in the list. I mean, it's not unfriendly to LGBT people, as far as I'm aware. It's just, it's just nothing about it, you know. It's just a horror film with a demon thing. So, but yeah, we'll link to the article. Frequent people- tantrums turn sinister when a creepy children's book mysteriously appears in his room and asks his mother, "Do you want to die?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no reason for it to be uh, in the LGBT section. <laughs> I'd say it's just someone's someone's made a mistake. But uh, yeah, but no. If you have a look. At the uh, the article, you'll see people are creating some memes, and uh, yeah, it's very funny. So yeah, the Babadook is now a gay <laughs> icon against his wishes. I'm sure he was he's he's here to scare people. He's not here to encourage uh, togetherness. So you haven't seen the Babadook? No. You should check it out. It's Australian. Yeah. Well, just because it's Australian doesn't mean I have to watch it. No, but you're Australian. So, so you must li- you must like it. You, you, you're both Australian. You and the Babadook. So, so watch it. All right, I'll try and watch it for next week, All and right. I'll try and give a review on it, and try and work out if it does fit in there. Actually, yes, please do. <laughs> now, I want you to. I want you to. If you can find any link, that would be ideal. Okay, I'll see what I can do. All right. Now, uh, we need to do achievement counter before before we go. Um, okay. Well, we, we already did, actually, didn't we? Because you've got over to 400,000. I guess we just didn't call it that. But Yeah, we just didn't call it that. I did. Did I tell you what I got my achievement in? No, you didn't. Let's do that now. Halo ODST. Oh. One of the- okay. Because it's on the Halo Master Chief- collection yeah. and i love odst like it's weird i love halo but the, my two favorite games from the series are odst and rich and yeah i just went back and played a bit of odst and it was great yeah the ones without master chef yeah without john i haven't played odst you haven't no i've played a bit of reach uh multiplayer with you guys i haven't really played through the single player i don't like halo games <laughs> You should. ODST is you don't play as a Spartan at all, right? You play as a trooper. Okay, but and it's yeah. I mean, I maybe maybe I'll enjoy it, but I just I just don't enjoy the single player in Halo games at all. I don't like the it's just the feel of it. I'm not, I'm not into it. And also, you suck at it. <laughs> Well, it's because I don't play them. I'm going to maintain that. As, that's my my stance on that. If I played them more, you go with I'd, that story. Yeah, if I played them more, I'd be good at them. 
<laughs> uh, did you get any other stupid achievements this week? Um, hold on, what is I got, um, I finished, um, Dragon's Lair today. Oh, God. I tried to play that when we were at that arcade bar in New York. That game is ridiculous. It just fucking ate my money. Yeah. Like, it's not even, it, it's, you just have to know in advance what's going to happen. It's stupid. It's a terrible game. At least playing it on the Xbox 360, it basically tells you what buttons to push. If you turn, uh, yeah, you can turn a function on, so it'll tell you, push left now. Yeah. So I just played like that. It's like, do you want to go through the left door, the middle door, or the right door? Left door. You died. Insert another yep. quarter. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that, that game was designed to take your money. Terrible game. <laughs> but you finished it. I finished it, yeah. It's no. actually very, very, very easy when you've got a walkthrough. Yeah, because you. You just, it, there's no game to it. You just have to know exactly what to push and when. Yeah. It's, it's like, ugh. Bad. But yeah, I, um, yeah I, I think my favourite one on it was Choked Out. Died of, via asphyxiation in the bedroom scene. You're Michael Hutchinson. Yep. But yeah, I, I've had that game sitting in my um, library forever, and I just went, oh, I'm going to play that today. Okay. Because yeah, I got 400,000 last night. I'm already got another 570 today. Jesus. Very easy. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> if you have time, it, it is. <laughs> I don't mean that as a diss. I mean, like, I kind of wish I had time. To play games. Yeah, this, is, much. this is just what I do. No, I know. I know. People have lives. I have Xbox. It's a form of life. Hmm? Some might say. I wonder how long it's going to take me to hit 500,000. I wonder if, if, you know, an advanced civilization in the future looks back one day and they, they, they find you, <laughs> your body, and they're like, no signs of life. Just, <laughs> he just played his Xbox. <laughs> That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.